Welcome, bienvenidos to La Cura Podcast, decolonizing Latinx health and reclaiming traditional healing. This is your host, Francisca Porchas Coronado. This podcast is a collaboration between Mi Gente and Resilient Strategies. Mi Gente is a political home of Latinx people that is pro-black, pro-woman, pro-queer, pro-migrant, pro-poor, because our community is all that and more. Resilient Strategies is a healing justice project transforming the impact of state violence on our bodies and the collective as a critical part of liberation. La Cura Podcast will take you on a journey that centers Latinx healing and well-being. We will explore what healing is, the possibilities for it, and engage in a conversation with thought leaders, historians, spiritual sages, trauma-informed healers, traditional and Western medicine practitioners, and many more. Our traditional healing practices have been critical to our own survival and continued presence as Latinx people. Our blood memory reminds us through dreams, instinct, and costumbres, even when the cognitive memory cannot recall. Our culture, traditions, stories, and remedios continue to sustain us and nourish us even in the midst of all the world's brokenness and despair. Today, many of us search for connection, belonging, and fortitude while honoring who we are in the process. Welcome to La Cura Podcast. Once again, bienvenidos to everyone. During this season, we will engage about the racist history of mental health and why alternatives are necessary and visibilizing our traditions like curanderismo. We will also converse about reclaiming our native diets and healing our ancestral lineages. So with all that, I would love to tell you a little bit about me. Again, my name is Francisca Porchas Coronado, and I will be your host. I am a community organizer by trade. I'm an immigrant. I'm a mother and an aspiring Ifa priestess. My journey, perhaps like that of many of you, has been deeply shaped by my family and the world. And at a certain point, I came to realize that a lot of my own life decisions, my own thinking patterns, my behaviors, and my relationships had a lot to do with my own grief and my own pain and my own sadness and my own rage. This was a reaction to both the interpersonal childhood trauma that I had experienced, but also a reaction to living in the U.S. as a migrant child and a poor person and an oppressed person. But also my ways of being and my choices were also life-saving choices. At an early age, I chose to begin a path in the work for social justice. It was actually my rage and my sadness that led me to this work. But I found purpose, and I also found my role, and I got some form of relief from understanding the inequality in the world that was responsible for a lot of my conditions and the conditions that I grew up in. This work gave me a profound understanding of the struggle of my parents and the consequences of their own coping mechanisms on my physical and emotional well-being. Organizing people like my own family and facilitating their leadership and waging campaigns and articulating a worldview 
with an analysis and critique of patriarchy and racism and capitalism helped me make sense of my own lived experiences. And also, of course, it made me love my people even more. I found chosen family, lifelong friends that mean the world to me today, but I also found my spiritual tradition and my life partner in this process. As someone who was forced to migrate like most other immigrants, I felt as though I was finally determining my own destiny through my involvement in the movement for social justice. But one thing I learned is that trauma demons always find a way to wreak havoc until they are acknowledged and dealt with at an individual level and most definitely at a community level. So for me, my own trauma demons took different forms at different times. I sought the approval and love of my elders to the point where I allowed myself to be manipulated and even abused. I ignored my own well-being because no one had really taught me boundaries or self-worth. This caused me to be constantly exhausted and resentful at myself, my peers, and my work. I couldn't lean into joy. I couldn't get excited about my blessings or the future because brokenheartedness and constant disappointment as a young girl had made me a master of dress rehearsing tragedy. I found my spiritual tradition of Ifa, and though I was initiated over 10 years ago and had a real clear blueprint for my life, I had been unable to truly embody the destiny and purpose that had been revealed to me during the rites of passage. It required a level of vulnerability and of faith in myself that felt unattainable. My trauma demons made physical pain intolerable so much so that giving birth to my first child left me deeply wounded, self-loathing, and struggling to expand my capacity to love. This sent me into a deep state of postpartum depression, and I found myself actively sabotaging my relationship with my life partner because I also just could not deal with someone loving me to that degree. I simply did not feel worthy of being loved. I came to a screeching halt and the circumstances forced me to weigh my options. Healing felt like a matter of life and death. I could not keep the trauma demons from taking over my life. So I needed to ferociously take them on. So I decided to take them on. And here I am on this healing journey. I'm messy because this is messy. It has been a collective process. I could not be on this path without my elders, my friends, my boo, my peers, my therapist, my curandera, my acupuncturist, my midwife, my spiritual family, the consejos, the tears, the ancestral knowledge, and my spirit guides. I often still feel like I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that my capacity to love and my capacity to feel joy has grown and is growing, and that is a sign of transformation. My ability to lean into vulnerability just by the mere fact that I'm telling you all this is a sign of good progress. I'm also telling you all this as an invitation. Let's lean in together. Let's understand the roots of our own oppression in this process as part of the path to transformation. We're colonized children from occupied territories with histories of struggles between the people and their governments, between the rich and the poor between the white and the darker skin. Many of us were forced to migrate for many different reasons. But one thing is for sure, every cell in our body is designed to do one thing and one thing only from the moment we are born, and that is to survive. Our ancestors dreamt us into the future, and here we are. We carry their trauma and our DNA, but we also carry their resilience. 
Let's reach into our ancestral wisdom and our innate one too. Bienvenidos a La Cura Podcast. Thank you for listening to La Cura Podcast. This podcast is hosted and produced by me, Francisca Porchas Coronado, engineered by Michael Soto, edited by Rafael Maya. Our music is by Rafael Maya. Please subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us on social media at La Cura Podcast. Baba la wood.